this is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson. I'm Holly Stillings, and this is Everything You Want to Know Without an Appointment. This is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Just a Smidge More. I'm Holly Stillings, and we've got Brandy Henson here, and we're hanging on by a thread. (laughs) We really are. (laughs) I feel like I'm just skidding by today. Skidding by the rest of the year. So it is a couple weeks till Christmas. This is going to air... Next week. Next week, two weeks till Christmas, week and a half. And we're going to take a little break. And we're going to take a little break. But when we come back, the first one will be really exciting. It's going to be crazy. Because it's Dr. Balikian and Dr. Fru talking about my surgery. Yes. That I'm having at the beginning of January. New year, new you. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. And so what are you going to do? Tell everyone. Um, I'm doing, with Dr. Balikian, I'm doing a brow lift, a revision of my upper blepharoplasty of my eye and a skin pinch on the lower and <laughs> she's adding stuff in as time goes on she keeps adding to the well, list I just keep getting older and I find things so and with and at the same time Dr. Fru is going to do a implant exchange and a revision of my lift mm-hmm. and some scar treatment so new year new you yep that's what I'm talking about high and tight that's what we're going to call next year. Oh, I love that. High and tight. High and tight 24. Yep. And we're going to interview Brandy right after her surgery. <laughs> you're going to come over when I'm on drugs it's just out of be anesthesia. So, <laughs> so if you're looking for a podcast to flag, flag that one, because that should be pretty entertaining, or at least we hope it will. Who knows what's going to fall out of my mouth. That's what we're going to try and do. So we've gotten through this year. And if you're a business owner like Brandy is, we've had some goals for 2023 and we're moving into 2024. And this past year, we launched a skincare line and a makeup line and this podcast and, you know, just different levels to the platform of our business. And I'm sure you've done that with some of your businesses out there. And we're looking into 2024 and what our goals are for the next year, how we can become more streamlined and all the things that we learned this year about running a business and managing people. I feel like it's been a crash course. It's been a crash course. (laughs) Yeah. But I think everyone feels that way. That is a small business owner or a big business owner or whatever. You just kind of have to just jump. That's what I wanted to call this episode. (laughs) Just jump. Yeah. I mean, cross your fingers, toes, eyes, everything and hope for for the best. (laughs) Right. You're just excited that it's almost the end of the year and you are allowed to have a new quota next year. I am. I can't wait to start over. (laughs) It's going to be so exciting. I already have them. I'm, I'm downgrading the amount of ideas. I already ideas started mine. I'm, I'm sure you did. It started on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, geez. So, yeah, it, it is fun to think about a new year. And typically, you know, we're looking at December is really the new year already. And really November is. It's like, well, okay, well, we got to already start thinking about Q1 and Q2 and just really trying to keep ourselves on par with where business is going for our aesthetic space. Mm-hmm. We looked at a lot of different things this year that we wanted to conquer. And one of them was getting our products online and selling them through our website, which that went live last week. So if you are not in the area 
area that we're at, which is Redlands, California. You can purchase any of our products online through reversegravity.com. Uh, we'll be, we sell our skincare line and uh, we don't have our full makeup line on there yet, but as things progress, we promise we're going to keep adding more and more and more. Yep. And we have three new products, which are so awesome. I don't know if you guys paid attention to the commercial or turned it off before it started, but <laughs> we are, um, we did launch three new products recently and they are so awesome. Um, we have a resurfacing serum called the Pink Stuff. We have glycolic pads that you use once a week and you add it to your at-home skincare treatment regimen. And um, we have an RGOG Retinol Intense, which is a 10 times intense retinol than the normal. And man, does it work. So these products are so cool. The pink stuff, the resurfacing um, serum is so awesome. You can use that as a standalone. You can use it and encompass that in your uh, nightly regimen um, of your skincare line that you're using. The 10 times retinol is pretty self-explanatory. It is like a normal retinol, but it is 10 times the strength and it really, really works. It's let good. me tell you. It's really good. It's My favorite so of good. the three products though, well, I have two. I love the pink stuff and I love the... Glycolic. The, the instant glow pads. Yeah. So the instant glow pads are super awesome. Um, a couple different companies have had these out and Brandy and I have been talking about it for um, maybe about four months now. It looking to encompass something in our skincare line that people could take home, buy for possibly the year and use once weekly in the comfort of their home, yet they feel like they've had a, a medical grade something done, spa treatment, facial type. And so these pads, you simply just use a pad at night. You do not use any other skincare um, that night with the glow pads and you just wipe it all over your face and you go to bed and you wake up and your skin looks amazing it really does it's so it good it does tingle though it like does you, it does have a little oof. it does a little and, heat for a and minute and there's uh, how many pads come in a is it 60? I think it's 60 or 65. 60. So it's enough to take you through the year. So if you buy one of the containers, it will take you through the year. And I think it's under $100. Yeah, it is. Unless you do two pads a week, which you can. You can if your skin is is taking it well. I'm a little afraid right now because of the laser. I don't want to put it on my face yet. Yeah, we just did a laser last week, mm -hmm. so... We'll be testing that on later on, but <laughs> we tested them um, a couple months ago and have used them for about a two month period and we love them. So yeah, they're really good. All the products are amazing. My favorite though is the 10 times retinol. Uh, well, you're always going to pick a retinol. I love retinol. I think it is like the holy grail of skincare. I mean, it is. It's amazing. In moderation. And for <laughs> me, me, it's not just, well, if it's happening to me, it's happening to other people out there, but I do think people's skin will resist some types of retinol after it, a while. No, it doesn't. Well, it does mine because mine you, won't peel you that don't much use anymore. One well, that's because you don't have any skin to peel off. You've already peeled it all There's off. There's always skin to if peel off. If anyone ever wants to buy Holly a present, just get her a retinol. retinol. <laughs> like some, it doesn't matter what kind no. of retinol. Full retinol, please. She just wants a retinol. But this retinol, the when you put it on the next morning you get in the shower and you can just feel the skin rolling and that's the best <laughs> feeling in the world you're like I don't it's know working if i've ever felt my skin rolling from what? retinol really uh -uh. no but i only i use it as directed well i did too oh, i didn't no, go that no, no. far off the directions <laughs> anyways it's amazing you'll love it so those are our three new products that we're super excited about um they've been in our office for about two months, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they are for sale um, on our website. So look for those. 
Okay, so 2024. Yes. You made it this I, far. I did. There's We're still two weeks left. You're still standing. Oof. Yeah, I know. We're almost to the finish line. So you've expanded this small business this year. You went from a one room to an entire five room office. So what do you think it takes? <laughs> what does it take out of you? That's a better question. I mean, speaking woman to woman, I think only women are listening to this, but I'm not sure. Maybe there's a, a man or two out there, but, and thank God the for husbands. you if you are. <laughs> but I mean, what does it take out of you? I, I think it spreads you really thin. Yeah, it does. Especially when I'm, when I was learning, when it was just me at the other office, I didn't have to worry about anyone else. Like mm -hmm. it was just me. I was only responsible for me. I didn't have to manage personalities. I didn't have to, you know, make sure that everybody is in line. Everybody is mm -hmm. like doing the right things. Right. So it was just me. So coming over here and I don't like conflict. Mm -hmm. I know that you don't know that about me. Yes, but. I know that about you. <laughs> um, but I don't like conflict. So it's been hard for me even. And I think we have an amazing group. Like, mm -hmm. I think everybody that's here is incredible. I think, you know, they're all here to stay, hopefully. But I, you know, and I want to be a good boss. I want to listen. I want to take ideas. I want like people to feel like they're heard, but it's a lot. It was a lot of learning. It was a huge learning curve for me to have to learn, not just doing my injections, seeing my patients, but the business aspect to it, making sure all the, you know, all the licenses are in, all the forms are right. I, I, we're following all the rules. So that was a lot. I think the hardest part of the expanding was just the business part and not so much the personality part, because I think we all work really well. And if there's an issue, I think we talk about it. I think the learning part of the business, like I wish I would have had someone who could come in and be like, do this, 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 and this, and this. Yeah. Like it's been a lot of runaround trying to find the answers because there's a lot of obscure things and mm -hmm. laws in California. So I would say just that. And I think the struggles that have come with this is me spreading myself even more thin. Because mm -hmm. before I could just work when I wanted you know, why the girls were in school and it's kind of expanded past that. Yeah, you kind know. of. Well, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like I still try to only mainly work when the girls are in school, mm -hmm. but just trying to be able to leave work here, which I don't do well. I still don't do well. Leave work here, you know, pick up the girls, get them to their volleyball, do, you know, go home and cook and be a wife. And I'm tired. Like by the time I leave here, I don't want to do all those things, but <laughs> I don't want that my family to also like kind of get the scraps either. Right. You know? Right. So. And I think most people out there would definitely agree with you on that point. That's why it's, it's hard to be a woman and it's hard to be a woman in business. Yes. And it's hard to be a man in business too. Yeah. I get it. But it, it is definitely challenging on both sides. So owning this beautiful med spa was this on your visionary board? No. Okay. So, that, so now it's there to stay. It's there to stay. I mean, I'm here. I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to fail at this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to achieve at it now, but Absolutely. it was not. When I finished PA school, oh gosh, 16 years ago, I thought I'd work in the ER forever. Mm -hmm. Like that's where I worked. That's where I was happy. And, you know, I, I love doing aesthetics now. I don't even work in the ER anymore. But it was not my vision to come out of PA school and be like, I'm going to own an aesthetics practice. Yeah. But it is now. Here so you are. Here I am. Sometimes when things are placed in front of you, I think you just have to go for it. Yes. I think that's my new, my key learning I've learned this past five years. Like if something's in front of you, you just, you should take advantage of it and yes. just go. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, and it's not always going to be that way. So things are not always going to be placed in front of you to yes. take. So you have to. Yeah. 
Right. And I mean, this is what I tell my girls, like, you know, if they're afraid to do something because they're afraid they're going to fail. I always tell them the time's going to pass by anyway. Mm-hmm. You could be doing something to better yourself or you can give up. But right. either way, the time, time that you would have spent, pass. time's going to pass. Mm-hmm. So you might as well have that time pass and be working towards something. So what's it like owning a business with your husband? <laughs> and we should talk about Dr. Henson. <laughs> yes, he is our medical director, the the best medical director around. The best. Um It's good. You know, we have difference of opinions because I'll see a machine and I'll be like, ooh, that is something that we need in our practice. And he'll be like, well, you know, do you have a business plan? No, I don't have a business plan, but I have a vision. Mm -hmm. So that we've kind of had to work because he's more the money person. And I'm more like, ooh, this is nice and shiny. We need this for the office. So I can see the vision. He is more of kind of like the business side. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even when we saw this place, we walked in and he's like, no. And I was like, I could see it. I see the vision. I see Mm -hmm. it done. I think in this new piece of equipment that we're getting, I basically bugged for this thing for like two years. And Mm -hmm. he either just got tired of hearing me Mm -hmm. or he sees my vision now too. So it's definitely... I think he trusts your your knowledge and he trusts that what you you know, you come to fruition with yes. things in business and, you know, over time. Yeah. He and told I me think, today, we were talking about things that we want to launch in 2024 and promote more from our office. Like we're doing a lot yeah. of hormone replacement therapy. We now. are. And we really haven't talked about it a lot, but that is going to be one of our pillars mm-hmm. for our platform in 2024. Yes. And he said, well, you know what? Talk to Brandy. She knows what she's doing. And it was like, okay. Was he in a hurry to get out of here? He kind of was, actually. (laughs) He had a meeting and I think he was working. But still, I mean, the sentiment was the same. Yes. And um, we've figured out how to work well together. And it's nice because if any one of us ever have an issue, a problem, we go to him. mm -hmm. And, you know, he's really good about talking to people, whereas I'm more emotional and he'll keep the emotional side out of it. So... It, it works well. Or, and then again, your doctors are very handy to have around. Yes, they are. They, they are. know, uh, they know something about everything. They do. Like that, you know, they, they're not so stuck in their one little zone. Mm-hmm. Like I could ask him anything about anything. I really do think he's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Like he knows everything about everything, but you know, and then I'll get mad and I'll be like, you don't even know. And yes, he does. But yeah, so it, it, they are handy to have around. Now, what about managing people? What about managing people? (laughs) It's so hard. It really is. It really is. Um, I think we're lucky in the sense that we have a really good team now. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody's here, not just as an employee, but they, they want to see the business succeed. And my goal when I hired people was to not have a lot of turnover. Patients don't like that. They get uncomfortable yes. when you come to the office and there's new people all the time. I want to trust the people I work with and I want to feel like they have my back. And I want to feel like if they have an issue, they're comfortable enough with me to come tell me mm-hmm. like Amy just did about checking my messages on Instagram and responding. Right. So I'm sorry. I get I mean, I showed you there's hundreds it of messages. It was really there. bad. So I'm, I'm trying, but. We're going to fix that. She brought it to my attention. Yes. I don't mean to not respond. Yes. Sometimes I don't eat, like I'll 
check it really quick and I'll say, oh, I'll come back to that. And I never do. And so I apologize if I have done that to you. But, you know, now Adriana and Amy you're will in be a, checking. You're in, a grow, you're in a growing stage in this business. And, and those are the hardest ones to, to kind of get out of. And, and things that have been overcome and streamlined are there's been a ton. So mm-hmm. it's moving in the right direction. And if you haven't gotten your um, instant message answered on sorry. social media, please don't take offense to it. But we will be getting to that. Yes. Yes. That's- and I, I feel like it's been better now that I have more help. Yes, you need help. I felt really guilty in the beginning asking anybody for any help. Mm -hmm. And now I can't do it without help. What I'm learning as I get older is that actually asking for help is the greatest thing in the world. It really is. And I actually think when I look at really, really, really smart individuals, what they do is ask for help. They find people that are really good at things and people who have run really successful businesses. They find these people and they utilize their talents and they don't just I think for me I would always be like a one man show and I go like I'm gonna do this or I can do this Mm -hmm. or I'll handle this or I'll figure this out but what you really should do is find an expert in that area that is true and And that's what we did with the social media exactly where I was going at some point you just you can't do it all and that's what I'm learning even though I'll try but I think like how you're doing the podcast you're doing social media like I have someone helping me almost in every area of my life. And I love like it makes me a better wife, a better mom. It makes me a better person. Like even though it's so busy still, it kind of levels me out. And I am so happy I have Adriana too. Yeah, she's so great. She's our assistant. She's great. She works half time here and half time is my personal mm-hmm. assistant. And she's She's literally been a lifesaver too. And Brandy and I have really been diving into what our the goals are for next year with our social media. And if you're like us, you have a lot of different people working under your one roof and everyone's personality and um, the way they craft things. It's all very mm-hmm. different. But we're all learning that this can be streamlined through your brand. And mm-hmm. we tackle one thing and then we try to tackle the next. Yeah. And so this is on our tackle board for 2024. And we've hired a really great social media expert and we've learned we learned so much sitting down for two yeah. hours. It was crazy. And that time went really fast. It did. And I yeah. was fascinated. And just to see how I mean, if you don't know social media right now, I you almost can't run a business. No. And that's what she Unless said. Unless it's a restaurant. I feel like restaurants don't really need social media no, too much. I, I disagree. I mean, I they, I, they, we have some local restaurants and they're yeah. popping, but they never use social media. True. I feel yeah. like if you have a tangible item or you're doing something or it's a craft or whatever you need, I mean, you have to have social media nowadays, yeah. but just to learn how algorithms are pushed and um, it's, it was just a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I'm, I'm excited to learn more from her. So over the last year, we talked a little bit about how we are going to be focusing a lot on hormone replacement therapy next year and how we have a lot of clients that are coming into the office out of it. And I feel like there is a bionic to what is going on in healthcare right now. Mm-hmm. Like there is hormone replacement therapy. There is weight loss. Mm-hmm. What else? Regenerative medicine. Regenerative medicine. I mean, these things are, it's almost like you can build a perfect human. Well, that's the, that's in theory. Yeah, right. I know, but everybody's searching for the fountain of youth. Right. 
peptides. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knew? Who knew? Yep. It's just going, going, going. I mean, and this stuff really fascinates you. You love it. No, I love it because I there's there are a lot of things out there, but you have to really do your research because not all of it's good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have patients ask me a lot about certain things and it, it's just for me, it's a no. Like Be- what? Give us one thing. Like that I would say no about. Yeah. I would say some like a treatment like plasma fibroblast. I don't believe in it. I did the training, a very expensive training to what do it. What is that? It's where they're basically burning the top of the skin very lightly, small dots, causes a lot of inflammation, but they say it will tighten the skin. It will do this. It will do that. I just, I didn't see it. It was causing like hypopigmentation on people. I actually did the training and I never did one patient because I got through the training. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like for me, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that do it, but for me, that risk is not worth the benefit for my patient. If you're really having to do all that plasma fibroblast, just go get the surgery that you need, you know? So there are certain things like that. Um, I've had patients ask me about certain treatments for weight loss or certain peptides or things like that. And I will research them all out. I've taken training on all of them, but some of them are good. And some of them I don't think are even worth taking. Mm -hmm. So I think even though there's so much in the world of aesthetics, that's exploding. There's a lot of lasers out there. Some look really, really cool and don't do anything. So you have to be able to discern like which what's best. And of course, all the reps are going to tell you their laser is the best. Mm -hmm. But you really have to be able to do your own research and figure out what is best for your practice and your patients. Mm -hmm. So this past year, we've really looked to um, to gain expertise with people in their fields through mental health, physical health, beauty and bringing these people into our forum to talk about what they know best. And it's been a really fascinating pro- but project. But it never started out to be that way. It never did. It's just it grown It just kind legs. of turned into that. And I feel like that turning point was when patients were asking me after their filler, how do you do your makeup? How do you highlight and contour? Yeah. How do you do this? How do you do that? What do you use? Blah, 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 blah. Where do you shop? Like, so then I'm out there writing all this stuff down. And then, you know, you kept bringing up the idea of the podcast. And then it just kind of went, from there. Like it ne- I never meant to like move over here and make it a lifestyle. Yeah. But that's what it is. So. And business today has to be online, social media, and really there are a lot of podcasts that yeah. are encompassing of the business. And so it's a great way to get your business out and um, have something to talk about and be in people's cars and in their ears and at their home um, on an ongoing basis. And I know I get a lot of stuff done when I listen to podcasts. I do too. I, I love it. I think we're kind of entertaining because we're do? funny. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just funny to you and me. I but. know, but I think that might be the case, but I'm not sure. I've heard like a handful of people, but they're all my friends. <laughs> Maybe like Holly, I'm going to tell you the truth. Whatever. I, we don't care. It's, it's all a part it's of growth. Life. It's, it's life. life. It's fun. And you got to put yourself out there, right? Yes. But so, that's scary too. Can well, we that's talk about that for a second? About. So putting yourself out there and being so transparent with people. Yeah. There's a lot of judgments, but there here's the thing. A ton. I, I even get them on my, from yes. this little teeny podcast. Like yes. I've had questions and like, did you bake the turkey? Did your brother yes. bake the turkey? And it was like, I figured from our brother was baking it, by the way, when I didn't hear about the turkey oh all of a sudden. Gosh, it's wild. I was like, oh, oh, people are really yeah. listening, Brandy. So, I actually had this conversation with my patient today because we were talking about it and she was telling me some of her friends that she knows does things, they'll 
say like, oh, I don't do that, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. It's a personal choice. But a treatment I, you're talking it, a about. Treatment. Yeah. I think when you're not in this industry and you, that's a choice, I guess if you're in this industry, it's a choice too, but it's your choice to not tell someone. But I think on this side of it, where I am an injector, I do a lot to my face. I'm not going to make somebody feel bad and be like, oh, no, I don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, no, this face is expensive. I do a lot to this face. Well, and what we talked about yesterday with our social media um, expert is she was telling us that this is turning into a badge of honor type thing. Yes. Like, how much Botox do you have? The more you have, people are becoming very comfortable with being online, taking a picture, saying, I have that. It's like a badge of honor. Well, and I think it's... It's more socially accepted now. You know, five, 10 years ago, it wasn't. Nobody talked about it. Mm -hmm. I think there, and I've said it before in other podcasts, I think there's something to be said for a person that takes care of themselves, works out, you know, takes care of their skin, Mm -hmm. um, does Botox treatments. Well, it's like our 80 plus year old patient. Yes. Yes. And I like it that my husband does those things. Although for the last week, he's like, do you see these wrinkles? I was like, uh, I can't miss those wrinkles. I'm going to have to do his Botox soon. But I saw Travis today. I did not see one wrinkle. Oh, yeah. Tom raise his eyebrows. Oh. But like, I like that he works out. I like that he takes care of himself. I like that he dresses nice. Mm-hmm. So I think when you're on this side of it, I am transparent because this is what I do. Because sometimes patients come in and they're afraid of everything. And they're, you know, they've seen patients that are overfilled or have bad Botox or they've Googled something. And that's not reality. And part of a consultation when you go see a new provider is making sure you're comfortable with that Mm -hmm. person. Because if they're trying to do everything under the sun to your face and not even addressing the issue that you came in, that's probably not a good provider for you. Right. So I always say, look at your provider. That's how you're going to turn out. And if minutes so really you know look at your injector if your injector looks crazy you think you're gonna walk out looking normal no you're gonna look just like that I do like that I do like that yeah it is true it's true I've said it I think I've posted a meme about it before but if you go to see a trainer you're gonna look how they look right yeah and judge or not judge Uh but same thing with your injector look at your injector that's what you're about to look like yeah So I think it's, you know, and I think for patients, it's realistic expectations, creating a plan, not having to have it done all at once and do that. But I am very transparent about what I do, because what am I going to do? Lie about it? Mm -hmm. No, no, this is what I do. Yeah. But I'm not going to become really transparent after your surgery on (laughs) uh, the first uh, recording some of that. And, uh, you know, tell everyone what we're going to what they're going to see, what they can see from your surgery. So I think, and this is, you know, patients are always curious. I send patients to three different plastic surgeons that I trust that I would let touch my body. Which are? My face. It's Dr. Fru, Dr. Blakian, and Dr. Varanis. And, you know, I trust those people. I trust what they say. I know they're very smart in the field, in the what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a lot of patients go to Dr. Balakian and they have all come back with incredible, incredible results. And uh, Balakian and Fru are in Marietta, California. In Del Mar. In the, and Del Mar, yes. Uh-huh. And uh, Dr. Varanis is in Los Angeles. And they've all yep. been they've all been on the podcast and they will be on the podcast for future so dates too. I tell patients it's important. It's great to see before and after pictures, even with filler, whatever, lasers. I think at the part of aesthetic side that's 
little bit missing that patients get freaked out at is the in-between mm-hmm. because they expect to go from looking like before to right after. Yes. And that's not reality. Right. Like you look really messed up sometimes, even with filler, bruising, mm-hmm. like lasering. It's not cute. No. So I think it is. I think it is shocking at the first time you do something, though. Yes. It's always a little shocking, like a laser. Yeah. Like we should talk about that. And I try to tell patients, this is what you can expect. And then if it's not as bad, then great. They're they're much more happy and be like, oh, I didn't get that red, as you said. Great. Expect it. And, you know, if you don't get that red, fine. But for like the surgeries, what I'm doing, I'm not going to go looking like a before and after there. I'm going to look like I got hit by a bus in between. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually letting Dr. Blakian and Dr. Fru record the surgery. And then we're going to talk about the surgery on the podcast after it. And I, I mean, I think that's transparent mm-hmm. and I think it shows patients realistically what to expect. What goes on. What goes on. Mm-hmm. Like I've told a few patients I was doing it. They're like, you don't need it. And I'm like, that's why I don't need it because I do it. But <laughs> I, uh, you know, I do. And then once I, I actually explain, said that too, Dio. I know. But once I, I explain get why I need it and show you, mm-hmm. listen, Dr. Blakian would have said no if I didn't need it. He told Travis no. And now Travis is like, oh, I'm perfect. I don't need anything. So, but clearly I do. And you cannot have any Botox before you're, you have to be completely Botox free. And I have to have my eyelashes off. I know that. Oh my gosh. I, so I told Abby, I was like, Abby, can you come in the night of the third to take my lashes off and maybe just like tint my eyelashes. So it looks like I have eyelashes. You should start using some Latisse right now. Oh, I've already been using it. Okay. But. Does it do anything to your eyelash extensions? Does it make them all weird? To what? Like put Latisse on them with your... No. No? Uh-uh. Okay. I've been using them. Do okay. They look... Well, you can't see them. No, but, but your lashes look good, so... But, yeah. And so my Botox has to wear off, so it currently is wearing off. I'm going to look like a Sharpay by Christmas. Like, this is bad. I don't normally even... Let me, look at this. Nothing's moving, no. just oh, so you know. That's a lie. Literally nothing. Look, that is a lie. Uh-uh. It's like a Christmas bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is not moving at all. Uh, it's moving. So, yes. So I have to let my Botox wear off, take my eyelashes off mm-hmm. for two weeks, not even just a week. I, I don't know. get it. And You're we're going to interview her. You are. Right after the surgery. We're You're gonna just take... so excited to come to my house. You're all, I'll just come to the house. It's I'll gonna, come to your room. It's <laughs> going to be really exciting. So one of the podcasts that I follow, this woman had a facelift. And then she recorded her podcast with her and her husband. I listened to that. And it was, it was very entertaining. And so I was like, Brandy, you should totally do this. Well, I think it's important to talk about the process with anything, plastic surgery, injections, lasers. I think you have to talk about that process because Mm -hmm. you don't go from a before to to a right after. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm and then we're going to want to get it all done. Well, we just follow you. You'll have to see if you need it. I did tell Trav that I needed a nose job and that about pushed him over oh, the edge. Oh, that's ridiculous. So I, I go let don't. that one settle for a little bit. You've got a great nose. Um, so moving into 2024, we are going to have the new year and the new Brandy. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm going to start it out with a bang. Brandy part two. Yep. Yep. We're 2. really 0. excited. Two, Brandy 2.0. 2. <laughs> that's what we need to call the podcast. Brandy 2.0. I'm writing that down. I love it. <laughs> That is so good. You know what I'm most excited about? What? This is so Just sad. Just chilling out? Yes. I'm I know. A, I was so excited for an anesthesia nap. I know. I'm a 
not even gonna lie i'm tired you get to just lay around it's you gonna even, be amazing you even told me i was being testy with you earlier. you really were a little bit but that's okay it's been a i long mean day. i know it's okay it's all good you. you really weren't being testy you were just kind of like i don't know i really wasn't getting a full answer for anything <laughs> that i was asking it was just a new subject brought to the table i was like okay well this is the way today is well, going so and then, you're taking me to my post op the next day, right? Because yes. Trav works. He's it, like, I feel bad. I'm like, why? I'm fine. We should record our our um, car our ride. Trip. Oh, well. And yes, Lexi's going to be true. there too, right? Yes. And we can record our conversation on sure. the way to the doctor. Absolutely. It'll be so fun. I mean, when I had my breast dog last time, I stopped at Trader Joe's and went shopping on the way home. What? I'm fine. I'll be fine. What CCs are you getting for your breast dog? Well... <clears throat> I want smaller, uh-huh. which my implants aren't even that big now. They're 350s. They're but pretty they big. They look huge. I look like I'm gonna fall over in a tight shirt. <laughs> so I told I told Doctor Fru I want not stripper boobs. Uh-huh. I want high, high and tight. tight. Same thing with my face. High and tight. That everything should be the name is high of the and tight. So he, you know, he's gonna do a revision of my lift. So he said he's gonna take more breast tissue. So he's actually telling me to go up in the implant size, which makes me a little nervous. But I trust him. I just told him I want to be a little smaller. What does he want to go up to? He said maybe 365, 385, because I told him I'd like to be like a small C full D. Okay. I'm currently falling out of a double mm-hmm. D. Yeah. So, but I, he asked where I bought my bras and I said Victoria's Secrets and he laughed. So I don't know if Victoria's Secret bra size counts. Why not? I don't know. We're going to ask. I see him next Friday. I buy Friday. mine at Victoria's We're Secrets too. Well, I think because they're made smaller, like maybe not a no, real size. No, I think they have, like, they have like double Ds to... Geez, yeah, but maybe are they not sized right? Oh, maybe. Like, I do don't you know, know what I mean? Are they I like actually, little kids sized no, versus adult sized? I actually feel their bras are sized smaller than what they should be. I think that's what he's saying mm-hmm. because he laughed when I said too. I was falling out of a double D. Yeah. So, but all I know is all of your guys' implants are way bigger than mine and I look bigger in a tight shirt. And all as I know is you're going to get a really nice nap. Oh, for like so what? How five long and a half you, hours. And how long are you going to take off for? <laughs> I have five days off. Five days. Yeah. I, honestly, if it wasn't for my lift. That's going to be amazing. But if it wasn't for my lift, I would come to work the next day looking crazy. I don't care. But no, I, don't you do know, that. I can't raise my arms. I off. actually think you show more strength by taking care of yourself and just resting. I do. Do you see me sitting at home for five days? I think you're going to love it. No, I'm not. I do. You're going to be well, taking gonna me be to recording. lunch. We're going to be recording you. <laughs> I'll sit home for maybe a day. I think you're going to love it. Maybe by day four, you're going to start to go a little crazy, but I think you really need it. I'll come so. to the office to do something. <laughs> I wonder when I could drive. I can drive right away. Right? I don't know. Or you have to be taxiing me around. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Stay like, tuned. What are you doing today? You're like going to the doctor. I'm like, good. I'll go with I'm you. Like, I'm like, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm very busy. <laughs> Lexi would, will pick me up. I would love to help, but I am so busy today. <laughs> what am I supposed to mean? Uh, nothing. Nothing. It's going to be great. So you need to set your calendars <laughs> <laughs> for Wednesday, January the 10th, because that is when we are going to air the podcast that will be at Brandy's house and we're going <laughs> to review her surgery and I'm going to interview her and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to make sure I just take Tylenol. That you day. take a lot. <laughs> 
take a lot. Um, but but yeah. we're going to post that on the 12th of January. And then, uh, no, I'm sorry, on the 10th of January. And then on the 12th of January, we're going back to Marietta. We're going to interview Dr. Fru and Dr. Berlakian about Brandy's surgery. And that will air the following Wednesday. So yes. we have a lot of good content that coming is out. A, that's, a, that's a good way to start the year. It's a good way. Brandy 2.0. Yeah. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be good. So we're going to take a break from next this will be the last one until the 10th of January. Yeah. We're going to take a little break. We got to give a Kelly break. a little break so he doesn't quit our podcast because there would be no podcast without him. Kelly's our engineer and yes. he's amazing. So thank you, Kelly. He's so good. And thank you everyone for this past year of supporting us, supporting Brandy's business, supporting Reverse Gravity. Um, we could not be here if it wasn't for our amazing patients and customers and listeners. And um, you have really blessed us with a fabulous yes. year and we could not thank you enough. I'm so thankful. Thank Thank you. So we will see everyone in 2024. Bye. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yay. Intense glow pads are here at Reverse Gravity. They're so awesome. I used mine last night. They are a 20% glycolic pad used at home to add to any skincare regimen. One pad, wipe it on at night, sleep, wake up with beautiful, clear, radiant, tight skin. They are so awesome. Come see for yourself. Intense glow pads here at Reverse Gravity. We'll see you soon.